0: So topic for today is dealing with what you can't forget. And this is with the assumption that they are memories that we are trying to forget. We have tried different things. We have been successful in some, we have not been successful in some, and also trying to look at uh, why we why we don't forget things, though it is a different topic. And I'm going to schedule another meeting for that to approach that topic from scientific perspective, from spiritual perspective, to, to to make you understand why we don't forget things, why our mind thinks the way it thinks, and then we can uh, have better understanding about how our mind works and what we can do to forget things. But today's meeting is going to be primarily to discuss why uh, or how we forget things, how do we deal with memories that are or, or, or troubling us or haunting us from some time. So first, let's, un- let's understand why we hold on to some memories. Uh, and that will help us understand why we have some memories that we pay more attention to, or why do we have things that even though we don't want, they are still there. So first reason is we avoid dealing with the reality. At many times, we do not want, want to face the reality. We want to live in the past, dwell in the past, uh, look back how nice or how bad things were. And that is something that triggers a reaction in for our brain that makes it understand that this particular memory is something that is important. So if you know that we have conscious mind, conscious brain or subconscious mind, and conscious mind is... Uh, with temporary memory that is the uh, portion that is uh, there to make you act uh, make you filter information subconscious mind is something if we access we have far more greater information and that is responsible for the uh, the habits that we have at many times we do things we uh, we think we don't know about right and we we become good at that and that is all from subconscious mind so There are some triggers for subconscious mind or uh, for conscious mind to uh, let subconscious mind know that this thing is important. Anything that you pay attention to, anything that you spend more time with or anything you do repeatedly is something that is gonna go to your subconscious mind. And if it goes to your subconscious mind, that will be registered in your long-term memory and you will have problems forgetting that. Unless you do some of the other things that helps you forget, which we are gonna talk about in the next slide, uh, it will be difficult. And that is why we struggle with with, uh, those memories that we are trying to forget, but we don't forget. And the first aspect we are looking at is uh, dealing with, not dealing with the reality. At times we don't wanna see the true picture of life. Even though our rational mind says uh, we should move on, it is not good for us. At times we just want to stick on to uh, the feeling that we have or the memories that we have. At times those are really happy times and we want to get back to those times, like when we were really happy, we were successful, we had people around us and things like that, or we had uh, all the materialistic things that we we uh, needed in our lives. Okay, so let's look at the next reason why we hold on to some of the memories. So. Like I was saying, some of the memories have deep rooted impact and at times we really don't know wh- whether those memories um, have as much impact on our subconscious level. It is all about how much importance we pay to those memories. How much time we spend thinking about that. How much time we spend trying to avoid that or trying to tell ourselves, oh, let's not think about it. You know, you should move on from, from it. Uh, this is not something that will gonna serve you well. But Eventually, what happens is we are giving more attention to that memory, and the more and more attention you give to something, that will become important for your subconscious mind, and that will be too deep rooted in your mind. So, one of the things that scientists say, or scientific people, or psychologists, or psychoanalysts say, if you are, if you have to develop a habit, the best way to develop that habit, no matter what that habit is, you you get into repetition. You keep doing it many times. Sometimes people say you do anything for 21 days, you will form a habit. If you talk to Japanese, they say three months. If you do anything for three months, you will form a habit. So the, the, the verdict is split as to how much you have to spend uh, time on a particular thing. But everyone ha- is united in this understanding that if you spend time on something repeatedly, that will become your habit. That will be stored in your subconscious mind. And that's what happens with some of these memories that we want to forget. But we don't because we are doing the same thing um, without even realizing that when we are revisiting those memories, we are triggering that uh, response in our mind saying that, oh, if this person is going back to this memory this seems to be important whether you're going with this going to this memory with a a sad feeling or happy feeling that's a separate thing and that emotion attached with that memory is gonna be more and more the the more you visit that memory so if you if i give you this example if you have something something painful Over a period of time, it is not going to uh, take the pain away. Something that takes the pain away is your change in your your mindset, change in your understanding, your focus on something else. And that's that's something we're going to discuss in the next slide also. So emotions, they become stronger over a period of time if you keep doing that. Your happiness, your uh, sadness, they amplify the more you revisit that. The emotion will still be there, but then this is something we are doing without even realizing what we are doing. And that is a loop that many of us struggle with. We don't realize what we are doing. Uh, We just want to feel comfortable. At times, we just want to uh, revisit the past to see how things could be different or uh, why it happened the way it happened or how nice that was or how bad that was. And by doing so, we are giving that trigger to our subconscious mind that it is important and then we struggle even more to forget that. So let's look at the other aspect. So uh, we stay in memory land and these terms you probably would not find um, usually used somewhere. Uh, I, I I coined this these terms. So usually we are in either the memory land or ignorant land, and that is why we don't take the right actions. So memory land is something where you are always thinking about this, either in your dreamland or always uh, reflecting back on the memories that you have, maybe feeling good about things or not feeling good about it. That's one thing that we do, and when we are doing that too much. we focus on our energies on revisiting, reliving the past as opposed to moving on from there. And the other aspect of uh, the uh, other thing that we do is ignorance land, which is what uh, is the other, uh, uh, some kind of people do that basically, either they revisit the past again and again, or they say, I'm not gonna think about it, let me just move on from it. When they ignore, they don't do the proper closure. And that's where something comes up after some time and it starts to give them problem. Or they think they are ignoring it. But deep this is because since it is deep-rooted, the ignorance is not going to help. So they, on the surface, think that ignorance is going to work. But something that is deep-rooted, ignorance is not going to work. Ignorance will work before something has gone or reached your subconscious mind. If you have spent enough time thinking about it or g- give those cues to your uh, conscious mind to keep it in the subconscious uh, storage, uh, if you do before that, you can ignore is something that will work. But ignorance will not work if you already have it in your subconscious mind. So either you ignore things before they become important for you or you deal with them or learn to deal with them. And ignorance is not always the right solution because what you're doing is you're just parking it for some time, saying that I'm gonna deal deal with it later. And it comes back at unexpected times, many a times. In fact, that is what happens. Uh, all these memories, all these emotions, they don't work for our timing or as per our timing they have their own timings. They're gonna trigger based on many things that we don't understand. Unless we understand those, we really can't control them. So that's another reason. We either stay in memory land where we uh, try to just stay in that time, good or bad, no matter what kind of time that was, or we just try to ignore it on the surface without even realizing what it is and how to deal with this. So that's another reason why we hold on to memories or some of the memories. The other thing that we don't realize is kind of conflicting to many people, but actually
1: true. And there's a chat message from someone, let me see. So short answer for that is no, not everyone has to relive it. So
0: one of the problems that we find and at least I find with the books or a general approach for anything is that it is a general solution for many a problem. Maybe the most most problems or it covers the most, uh, most number of problems related to memories. It is not a specific solution. We all understand, we all are unique. We all are on a unique path. We all have unique understanding. We all look at things differently. So a generic solution may work for some people, but may not work for others as well. So when someone says, oh, you just have to relive your past, it may be something that has worked for, say, a million people. But guess, guess what? You're not among that million people. You're outside of that population. And you have to deal with it differently. Reliving is not a solution for you, so we have to look for specific solutions in order to understand why or what can we do, or why you why you are having that memory. Reliving is not the uh, solution for everyone. I'll be uh, I'll be straightforward with that. Though it is one of the techniques for forgetting, and we are going to talk about some of the techniques also. But don't take every technique to think that it is going to work for you or it is for everyone, right? We typically live in extremes. We either think, think that, oh, uh, if this is something, people say this works, this must work for the entire humans uh, human civilization. And if some, someone something is said that this, this doesn't work for many people, so this will not work. And things are not like that. We, we can't really quantify um solutions like that because everyone is unique everyone is so different from each other our dna's are so different right one in 10 million i guess Uh, so how how can we even think that solutions are gonna be same and that's the problem we make when we try to find solution uh, or we go to people who seem to have solution but if they give you generic solution we consider them as specific solution for us I understand there are many times that we, when we learn about these solution, we do trial and error. We see whether there's some, this is something that works for me or not. And that is a part of learning as well. But at the same time, we also have to understand, have this expectation that this may not work for me. Or if you understand yourself better, if someone says you have to relive your memories, and if you know that you are, you are too emotional. Uh, you, you are so emotional that emotion overpowers the rationality in you. Or you know that whenever you think about certain memories, uh, your response, your reaction, your outlook ab- around uh, around you changes. You forget about what you're doing. You are not able to concentrate, or you're not able to even eat or or, or drink water or something, or you do, you completely lose um sense of being in this world or you 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 are so down and out by that memory right so reliving that is not going to help you initially there are stages of course uh, before uh, i uh, bash uh, any approach i should also say just to be fair to the approach of reliving memories is that at times uh confronting pain is the solution and is that the solution for everyone no not again but at times when we really relive our past this is something that is proven by science also that has been experimented that has worked for many people Uh, but is that something for everyone no but the way it works is when you encounter a past when you go through pain you can over a period of time reduce that pain the importance that you have can reduce but This does not work in standalone perspective, Uh, if you only just relive the past and don't do anything and think that your emotions are going to be weaker, uh, there are very few chances of that happening. Unless you do something in addition to that, unless you try to take your mind away from it, unless you learn something from it, unless you look at it rationally. So there's so much attached to even an approach. So that's what i would say to your question if you have to uh, respond briefly even though i have taken quite a lot of time responding to it Um, you don't have to that is not a necessary step for everyone to forget any memory it depends on person to person it depends on the kind of memory Uh, it is really specific Uh, another brief example if i can give you if someone is coaching a group the person would be able to coach something which is generic to many people and will be able to resolve the generic problem by coaching. But then if you work on one-to-one coaching, that is going to be specifically tailored for you, right? It's the same thing. Another example, we buy garments. They are our usual sizes, like large, small, medium, and they are based on the generic sizes. Do they fit everyone the same? No, At, at times we have to do some alteration at times we go a size larger or lower based on um, the brand or the, or the the quality of fabric or the quality of stitching or the way it is stitched, right? So there are all, all these things to be considered before we just blindly take one approach. And that comes with one-on-one coaching because that is more specific. If the coach understands you better, of course the, the, the solution is going to be as effective. But if you go with a generic uh, approach, you will have to realize that you may have to tailor that approach to suit your need. You have to understand your personality and that will, that will help you deal with the memory. So I hope that answers your question. Okay, thank you. Okay, so getting back to what we were discussing on uh, the conflicting statement that I was saying, we don't realize that we start to find pleasure in pain. And mostly people do not complain about memories if they are happy memories, right? We never say, oh, I want to forget a happy memory. Whenever we talk about forgetting memories, it is about painful memories, or it is something that is stopping us from moving forward. Like if if it is a loving memory of someone um, and it is stopping us from moving on uh, or finding another partner, we, we may want to forget that because that is holding you back even though that, that was happy and that there are very few times that example is when we want to forget happy memories so usually it is painful memory that we want to forget but we don't realize that at times we get into this habit of getting pleasure in the pain and don't compare this pleasure as the normal pleasure of world like the right that you, the pleasure that you get when you do things that really matter for you, that really makes, makes you happy and really touches your heart. Uh, don't compare the pleasure in that sense. But then think of it as something that keeps you going back and back. And if you talk about scientific perspective, uh, how our body reacts to everything, each emotion is tied with a chemical reaction in our body right? Each feeling is tied with a chemical reaction. When you think differently, you, the body releases some different kind of uh, chemical in the body. And that makes us feel the way we feel or makes us body makes our body react the way it does. We feel stiff, we feel relaxed, we feel happy, we have goosebumps. All of that is because of those chemical reactions. And that is the physical manif- manifestation of this world or this body basically. But mentally what happened inside is something that we need to understand more. Is that when we get to visit the painful experiences again and again, at times we start to get pleasure, and those pleasures are uh, in a way where you know that it is good for you. You know that you have to forget it, or that is not good for you, or you know that you you have to move on. You know that you have to take some action, but you don't. Even though no one stops you. Even though there are people telling you things that, okay, you need to forget it, you need to move on. But we still want to hold on to that memory. And one of the reasons for that is we start to get pleasure out of pain. We want to visit again and again. If something is painful, would you like to do it again and again? Our minds are not tuned to do that. If you know, if you, you if you bang your head on the wall, it'll, it's, it's gonna hurt you. Are you going to do that again and again? You may do for some time, you may do when you are angry, but will you do uh, for pleasure? So why do we want to visit a memory when we know it is going to cause pain? Is it different from uh, taking a sledgehammer and putting on our head or something? Or doing something that uh, gives us physical pain as well? The the form of pain is different here, that's the only thing. We are talking about a mental pain, which by the way, triggers physical reactions, chemicals in our body and makes us do things differently in our day-to-day lives. But we have to realize that it's a fine line between pleasure and pain. Revisiting memory and feeling okay with that. If it is pain, we should not be okay with that. When you see something scary, your reaction is, uh, either you will shout, and again, it is different for different people, or you will attack that uh, scary thing or scary object if you have, or you'll run away from that. Will you go again and again and see, <laughs> scare yourself? You may start to like scare, and that is why you start to visit those haunted places, because you like that uh, that feeling of uh, getting scared, the chemicals that are released by your mind, or by, by your brain, right? And we don't understand, and that is why even though we are scared, we want to visit haunted houses, or go to visit those scary places. and we don't pay attention to why we are doing things, then that is what happens. We start to get pleasure in pain. The other thing we need to understand is that everything has both the side of it. Each pleasure is associated with some pain, no matter what, and each Pain is associated with some pleasure, these are two sides of a coin. At many times when we are finding something painful, we are looking at from the perspective of the pain, something that that creates uh, pain in us or sadness in us. How many times we look at something and say, you know what, if I had breakup, it was for a good reason. How many times we say, oh, you know what, if someone fired me from the job, it was for a good reason. Or how many times I say, we say, oh, you know what, if I met with the accident, it was was for a good reason. Though we later realize many times that that was for a good reason. So it is also our perspective of looking at something. But just don't think that something painful is only painful. If you look at it from different perspective, it will not be as painful. I'm getting background noise, so let me mute everyone. Uh, So please don't mind me doing that. Okay, so I have muted everyone, so we can move forward now. So please be aware of this Simple but really really important aspect of forgetting memory forgetting your memories is that you may have developed a tendency of Finding pleasure in pain That is one of one of the other reasons why we don't forget memories Then the other thing uh, that happens is These memories when we hold on to actually can make you take wrong Action, and if we keep taking wrong actions, we may not be able to successfully delete those memories or move away from those memories, like one of the the one of the responses or one of the solutions that you would find from scientific people or psychoanalysts or people who are expert in the field they would say you know, fill your memory with some new memory. And that is one of the approaches we're going to talk about as well. But if you are holding on to your memory and you don't want to take a decision, how are you going to take the right action to, to erase that memory or create new memory, basically? So just understand that when you stay in the past, it takes your attention focus away and at many times it takes the attention and focus from the right thing that you could have done or you, you could
1: do basically. So just, just understand that as well. Uh, and I see a chat message,
0: uh, this is from Mohit, uh, he's saying he's an educator and want to move from breakup and tried many ways for doing that. Uh, Mohit, we can definitely discuss that. Uh, we can, um, let us go through the presentation and we can discuss that specifically as well, if you want. Or if you want to discuss separately with me, uh, I'm, I'm happy to discuss that as well. So, so let's just go through the other aspects as well. So frequently reflecting on the past can stop you from having hope and faith. That That is something that is not exactly in the category of why we hold on to some memories, but that is something that impacts our growth or change or the journey. When you keep reflecting on the past, you would realize that it starts to impact your trust level, your faith or your hope you start to lose them you have seen certain um, outcomes in your life you have gone through some experiences and you think that is the end of the life you think that is how things are going to go and we very quickly form this assumption that you know if this is how has happened in life so far future is going to be no different future is going to be same Because you are not able to see does not mean things don't exist. If you close your eyes, you won't be able to see anything, doesn't mean the world does not exist in front of you. You are just blinded by a certain emotion right now. That is why you are not able to see. Your rationality, your reasoning is impacted by the overwhelming feeling of this emotion and that is why you are not able to see anything beyond does not mean there is nothing beyond. When we drive to a destination, when we go to work from one destination to another, even though that destination is 100 miles away, 50 miles away, 10 miles away, are we able to see that far? Do we, see, do, do we always have the uh, uh, destination in our sights? We don't. We hardly can see few hundred meters away, but we still drive because we have this hope. We understand that if we keep going there, the direction is going to take me to destination. But when it comes to life, we don't apply the same principle. We want something then and there. We want things in our way. Why don't we tell to our destination saying that I'm not going to go to any destination. Let the destination come to me. Because we know very well, physical life has physical limitation and things are not, not going to happen like that. But the very same thing we do for our lives, the thing that we want in our lives. I want this. I want this thing this way. I want it now. Even though we don't understand what are the mechanics of thing, having things happening, what happens to make something happen? What are the different factors that need to be put together to make something happen? Like in a physical life, physical form, for you to reach destination, you need to have a vehicle, you need to have mean, or you need to walk. And each approach that you take will have some pros and cons. The, the, if you walk, it's, you're going to spend more time reaching there. Or you may be tired, you may not have physical ability to reach there. If you drive a car, you are open to accidents as
1: well. You, you have to learn the driving as well. If you don't know the driving, you can't. Then you can say, okay,
0: if the destination is 2000 miles, I can. Uh, the fastest way is to fly. But do you know how to fly a plane? So there's pros and cons with everything, every approach. That is why you say pleasure and pain walk hand in hand.
1: And that is something that stops us from having faith or hope. And that is where it further pushes
0: us down, pushes us back in those memories. Because we we have no hopes. And I'm sorry to quote you Mohit for this, uh, this example, but like this breakup. We think if we have breakup, the life is completely gone. There's no hope. I won't find another person like that. I want that person. I only want that person. And I'm sorry, Mohit, I don't mean uh, this to you. So don't think that I'm talking about you
1: here. I'm, I'm talking in general. So what in turn we are doing is that
0: we are stopping us, us uh, stopping ourselves from having any hope which is really required for us to move forward, we are stopping, we are cutting short all those things that are helpful for us. And unless we are mindful of what is happening, unless we are mindful of how we think, unless we have tools to make those changes will always be in that loop without even understanding. We'll be going round in circle, uh, round and round. And we won't even realize. And we'll complain. We'll have to find solution for that. And we have to stop doing the thing that we are doing. If we are putting uh, oranges, like Laura was making smoothie, If she put oranges, she can't expect apples or if you put, yeah, if you put oranges, you can't expect apple juice to come out, right? If you keep putting apples, you're going to get apple juice. If you want orange juice, you need to put oranges. It is as simple as that. Whatever you have been doing, you have to do things differently. But first thing is you have to realize that this is not the end for anything for life or for anything, just because something is breaking, something is not happening, that is not the end. What is the end for the soul that we have? We know we before we were born there was something and after we die there is going to be something. So what timeline we are talking about? We know anything that we acquire in this life, in this human form. We have to leave everything, every single thing, even this body, everything then why do we become so involved in something that we know is going to go away? As opposed to focusing on something that will travel with us, which is our emotions, our feelings, our happiness, desires. And that will impact the time after we die. And I'm not going to I'm not saying that you turn spiritual though I would highly recommend that to everyone. but not everyone is in the same state of mind where you are looking to be spiritual it, it, it is basically um, everyone has different needs. they want to fulfill that those needs first and that's nothing there's nothing wrong with that. So irrespective of you being spiritual or not spiritual, irrespective of you understanding whether we are in temporary form or you should not be as much attached to things, if you look at things rationally, how can you do something if you don't have hope? How can you move on if you don't change your action? And how can you move on by visiting the past again and again? And what will you do? What advice would you give? When you see someone, loved one, some close one around you is suffering from that. Why can't you give that advice to yourself? If I put another person next to you, going through the same situation as you are going through, you will have advice for that person. You will know what to say. And you probably will say from your experience also. Because now you treat this person as something different, some, some other entity. And with all honesty, sincerity, you will give your advices. But what happens when we give advices to ourselves? Why don't we give advices to ourselves? And one of the technique is, you just think whatever you're going through is another person. Just imagine a person. If you are not able to imagine another person, imagine me, imagine I'm going through that. Um, Because you know how I look like as well. Think, if I'm going through that thing, what will you do? What advice you would have for me? And you'll see that you already have solution for the problem that you have. I know we started to get into the uh, solution aspect, how we can forget things. But that is important. It's important for us to have hopes. It's important for us to realize that we have to act differently as well. And that is what we are uh, trying to understand, I hope. Because we are struggling to deal with those memories. We want them to go away. If you really want them to stay with you, you won't be thinking about forgetting the memories. And something that is not serving you well, you'll have to get rid of that. No matter how important it was in your past, how big it was in your past. If you are a vessel, and I keep giving this example because of my spiritual inclination. If you are this vessel, if you are already filled, no matter how much I pour to you or into your vessel, it's gonna be spilled outside. How will universe give you something? Even if it gives you something, it's gonna be spilled outside. How do you know when you are going through the breakup thing, you're going through rumination of uh, uh, this breakup or dealing with the the, uh, pain that you have, you may get some other opportunities, but you forget, you you don't even pay attention to them. And that is what uh, is something that happens. So getting back to why we do not forget some of the things we hold on to is because we frequently visit and then we lose hope as a result of that. And finally, the thing that we are going to discuss today for what are some of the reasons we hold on to the memories, these memories actually impact relationships around us, our responses, reactions and even outlook towards the life. We become negative based on the negative experiences we had. We become uh, doubtful based on the untrustworthy people we met in our life. We become cautious or extra cautious because we met people who were not good enough. We become defensive because we stayed in the company of people who were offensive. Or who do who did who did not bother about you we develop life habits based on our surroundings or people around you or relationships whether they are relationship from childhood like your upbringing maybe friends around you maybe relatives around you or maybe circumstances that you had gone through even though everyone is around you is good but then what happened in life was painful that is why when you talk to uh, these experts neuroscientists as well even though that deals more from surgery perspective but then they will say that our past and the importance to importance we give to certain memories has huge role to play in what we do in our future. If we don't be careful in understanding the impact, it is going to make us act or behave in a certain way and that will further cause problems. If we don't learn the right lesson, we won't be able to do the right thing. And that is why it is important for us to learn and that is why it is uh, important for us to understand that some of these painful memories are gonna impact life even change your outlook towards life so we have discussed as to why we need to or why we hold on to some of the memories let's look at what are some of the things that we can do and i guess everyone is more Uh, interested in going through this, then understanding why we don't forget. So apologies for spending a little more time on uh, giving that background. So one thing that you can do is forgive. If it is a person, if it is something um, that even if not a person, a situation, And typically, anything is tied with someone acting or not acting or acting in a different way, basically. So so typically, it has to deal with someone or it has to do with you. Forgiveness is something that really helps you move forward. We at times and depending on the kind of person we are, if you're a rational person, if you're an emotional person, of course, different things would mean different um, meaning for you. Uh, But then forgiveness is something that really would work for everyone. Is that the only thing that you need? May or may not be depending on the kind of person you are. So when you are looking for a solution. Understand yourself a bit more and you would know what is going to work for you and if you don't try to spend some time with them or try to at least follow these like uh, I guess uh, it was mentioned that uh, revisiting the past revisiting those memories and when we do something without understanding that properly we have to be exposed to the pains of that. If we are investing in a stock market without understanding whether this price is going to go high or low, we have to be uh, open for the risk, right? It can go low as well. Same with these techniques as well. Unless we understand them, how they work. And that is why it is even more important for us to understand how our mind works. What kind of personality we have developed? What triggers certain reaction and emotion in us? And we we will discuss a little more in the uh, upcoming bullets. So, the first technique I would like you to consider, if you want to forget, is forgive. Not just forgive others, but forgive yourself also. Don't be too hard. Whatever was there, was there. You can't do anything about it. No one can do anything about it. No matter how much you hold on to something. No matter how many times you revisit the past. No matter how much you want that to change.
1: Whatever has happened cannot change. That's the truth. Whatever can happen now. That may change. But whatever has happened cannot change. And for that forgiveness is really really important
0: you have to cut cord because the the more cords you have with the past the more resistance you will feel moving forward so imagine yourself you are each time you have a painful memory or something that you want to revisit as you holding a string or that you are connected to that memory with a string or rope because ropes are stronger right um And if you want to move forward, you have to let it go. Let the rope go slowly, little by little or completely in order to move forward. You can't just hold to the the rope, hold on to that rope tightly and move forward.
1: It won't happen. It will stop you from moving forward. And you know what? Another aspect, the uh, psychological aspect of that is.
0: uh, And that is an experiment that is done by science also. So if you take an animal, right? And if you... And and apologies to animal lovers. uh, It may sound a little different to some people or cruel to some people. But if you take an animal and you tie a rope in that animal's neck and tie with some uh, hook, uh, some place, some pole, or something, and you keep doing that for some time for days or months or something. After some time, if you remove the knot from the pole, not from the neck of this rope, the animal will think that he's still tied, or he or she, um, the animal is still tied with that pole. And whatever the circumference of that uh, rope, how far the animal could go when the animal is tied with the rope or rope is tied with the pole, that is how far that animal will go because animal thinks that rope is tied and I can't go any further, even the rope is loose
1: and that's what happens with our memories as well. We think we can't do and many times it is not the other end that is
0: holding you it is the your end that is holding you back
1: and when i say you forgive it is basically untying that knot and i don't know how much of forgiveness you understand
0: if you really deeply forget some forgive someone you will
1: see it is so lightning for you, and not by lightning in
0: the sense, not lightning in the sky, but it, it brings so much so much of lightness
1: in you, basically, as if a lot of weight has been put off or taken away from you.
0: We can discuss more about forgiveness. It is something that is really, really highly recommended in not just scientific circle, but even in spiritual circle. In spiritual circle, if you talk to people who are spiritual, they'll say forgiveness is the best
1: action anyone can do. In uh, our Sanatan Dharma, there is a saying,
0: Something that you can give, forgiveness is the best thing you can give. The saying is in Hindi, so I know many people will not understand that. I'm not going to say
1: that in Hindi, but I I know you guys would know what I'm talking about. So please consider forgiveness.
0: I highly, highly recommend that. If you want to read about it, there are books written on it. There are studies done on it. If you are a more scientific person, you are a rational person. If you are a spiritual religious person, there religious texts available for that.
1: And I'm sure many of you would have already read about it. So let's move forward from forgiveness. What is
0: the other thing we can do? If you are a rational person, reason out with the information. You need to understand why something is triggering certain reaction or action in you. Why it is hurting you
1: the way it does. Because when you understand it better, you will be able to deal with it better.
0: But again, like uh, it was asked earlier, do we have to revisit our past? Well, if you want to understand that past, if you are a person that, uh, that wants to understand and then move forward to feel better, Then you have to understand the past and then you have to be open to the pain that it brings, revisiting brings. So again, I would say when we are talking about these solutions, don't think of them as solutions that one should follow blindly. I will give my recommendation as well once we reach towards the end. But then, before that, just remember, If you are a person who needs to find answer, no matter what happens, without finding answer, you cannot move forward. Then revisiting is something that will help you or reasoning out, understanding why you feel in a certain way when you talk about a certain memory. But also know, don't go by a quick response from your brain the moment you say, the moment I ask you, Oh, are you a rational person? Do you need to really understand why something works or how something works before you feel comfortable uh, and move forward? You might quickly say yes. But for any approach, for any approach to happen, for any path for you to take, you need to understand the pros and cons of that approach. Are you ready to pay that price? Reasoning out can help you, but are you ready to Take the pain that will come with revisiting. Or when you try to understand it. If you are not, then I will not suggest you. To go through this. Then I will suggest some other uh, approaches. But this, remember this. This, if you are rational if you are really really someone who needs to find answers then do it 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 definitely works so other thing you can do is reason out with the information validation try to find why something triggers a specific kind of a response and when you understand that you will also able to find out the solution that you have to give or do, basically, in order to move forward. The other thing that you can do is, if you have paid sufficient attention, you probably would have seen some triggers, some trigger aspect. Maybe a photo of someone, maybe a gift by someone, some, I don't know, clothes of someone, anything that triggers. It could be emotional trigger. It could be triggered by something physical in terms of uh, any physical thing, right? Someone's car, someone's clothes, someone's house, someone's TV (laughs) or anything or gift given by someone or something. The other strategy that can be done is to remove those triggers. And this is not only applicable for physical things like physical gifts or something it it is applicable for emotional things just throw them away just move them from your mental memory if those are mental okay so we said that because of connectivity poor connectivity he has to live Thanks Veer, for joining. I understand there's some connectivity problem, but thank you for joining the meeting and you can catch on uh, the uh, discussion when I put this on youtube so you can watch the youtube video as well later on. So coming back to the solution that we are discussing is find those things that are triggers for you, those triggers those memories. If those are something physical, get rid of them. If they are mental, get rid of them. Of course, it's easy to get rid of something that is physical. At times, that is not easy as well, depending on the thing that is. So another thing you can do is look for those triggers that makes you remember, makes you revisit the past and remove them. So we discuss reasoning out and validation by finding out why it hurts you. Another investigation that can be done, and again for people who are rational, who need answer, or who needs to understand things, how things work, right? Is to find out the root cause of that memory, why you are not able to forget. You have that memory, that is fine. It does trigger certain action-reaction in you, that is fine. We know that. We also know that you don't feel happy with this memory. We also know that you are not able to forget, but why? And when you do this inquiry with yourself or someone does this inquiry with yourself, you will be able to understand what is the root cause of that memory not going away or why you are not able to forget. And once you understand that, you will be able to take the right action. So the another thing you can do is going to the root cause of that memory, investigate why you are not able to forget, find out the reasons, and implement the solutions. The other thing many people talk about, one of the things that is scientifically proven as well. If you talk to experts, they will talk, always talk about these things. Your repeated focus on something new. So, basically, what we are saying, if you look at the flow of um, the solution that we are giving, or I'm going through forgiveness, reasoning out, removing, going to the root cause, and um, finding out, and then moving. It is basically if you go back to that vessel thing, vessel theory, right? You are taking things out and now you are talking about putting something new. Because when you take things out, you need to put something new in that. Because if you don't put something new, your mind will refill those things very quickly because you have that connection in the past with those old memories. So you can fill up with new memories, new information, form new memories. Find nice people, find right people, do something good, make new habits. Take your attention from where it is right now. Meet more people. You may be able to meet someone interesting. You may be able to meet someone who who makes you forget the past. And it happens so many times. So also know that repetition on new thoughts will let you let your mind know what is more important for you. So if you keep repeating something, we all know that, scientifically proven as well, that if you keep doing something over and over again, it will form or help form new memories, new habits in you. And when you are able to form new habits, those become your key area for your mind to visit when it comes to your memories you will be able to reinforce the focus or let your subconscious mind know you know what, that used to be important but now this is more important and your mind will start to shift focus from old thing to new thing. That is why repetition of something new is really really good. That is why it is suggested you go out, walk in the nature, Make new habits, meet new people, do something good, do something that uh, you find interesting, do something that appeals you, learn new habits, learn new skills if if not anything, just go out and work out or go go and walk in the nature, spend time with nature, and you will see all of that works greatly, actually. but will that work only on its own? No or may or may not be, depending on the kind of person you are. But just know that if we need to move our focus, we need to find newer things, newer habits. And then you will see that you are able to forget the old things. How are you able to remember so much from this life, or this the recent past of you and only few things from the old past or the distant past. You are only holding on to some of the memories, painful or happy memories. And since we are complaining about painful memories, let's focus on painful memories. But why only few and why you forget many things as long as much as something or as as fresh as something happening yesterday or earlier in the day how much of entire 24 hours of yesterday you remember you would remember few things
1: do you remember everything may not be you will remember some
0: uh key aspect key key things in in the day that went by. So it is all about where we put our importance, where we let our mind know that it is important. If you focus on something important,
1: your mind will shift its attention from old to new. This is how it works. And the better we understand this, the better we
0: will be able to implement this solution. The other thing you can do when you're forming a new habit, focusing on something new, either change your surrounding or people or set the expectation in a way that you have to deal with those people or surrounding, but you have to still move forward. If you can change people around you, good enough. If you can change surroundings around you really well because that's something that will help you um, form those new memories that will help you take your focus away from the old memories and on to the new memories but not every time we have this um, possibility of Changing our surrounding, changing the people we stay with or making larger changes because those are external forces. We don't control them. But guess what? We can control the way we perceive things, we receive things. Ultimately, it is the way we think about things. And if we change the way we think about something, our reaction, our responses, our outlook is going to change and we are a a fascinating creature this human form we respond to same situation same circumstances differently based on what our
1: mindset is we we are not predictable like machines and that is why it is possible also to uh, for us to make internal changes Otherwise, it would have been really difficult. Uh, we, we we
0: would have been discussing, oh, unless we change the parameter that changes the surrounding, you can't do anything. But that's not a limitation we have. We have this wonderful gift of finding ourselves, understanding how our mind works, and changing the way we think. We just have to spend more time with ourselves. We just have to spend more time understanding how our mind works. We have to understand why things matter to us the way they do. Why something is important, why something is not important. Why something we feel is happiness for me versus the other thing. Why we put the happiness our happiness in someone else's hand or someone else some some other situation
1: or something happening or not happening i will not take you towards that spiritual aspect as much no matter how much
0: i like that and uh, i really feel that works but then if we have to talk about the implementable solution, solution that we can easily implement in life, making new habits is something that will help you form new memories, forget old memories. So just keep doing something repeatedly. The question may be, okay, how do I form a new memory, right? How do I form new habit? I'm not able to think of anything. I'm not able to do this. The only thing you have to do is Push yourself to do something repeatedly. If you are not able to do something on your own, find help. Find people who around you who can who can help you
1: stay on focus, stay on your toes. And if you don't find anyone, you can approach me.
0: I'll keep keep sending you constant reminder of doing something or not doing something.
1: But don't think you are alone. Don't think you can't do it. But the willingness has to come from you. The initiation has to come from you. You be willing to do things, you'll find. I'll I'll show you many things. But if you're not willing to do things, you're still contemplating whether or not some I do something,
0: then I can tol- only tell you what is right or what is wrong. It's like you can always take someone to a pond or um, a refrigerator if it is a person, right? A water source, source of water, wherever the water is. But you can't make the person drink unless the person is thirsty. So that, that thirst has to come. If that thirst is there, you will do thing that is required. And I hope that all of you are in that state where you are looking to find ways, so that thirst is already there. It's just a matter of finding the right thing to do or doing something. And I'll I'll provide my recommendation in a way that is more applicable to many people. You will not find much uh, pain implementing those solutions as well. Before let let's go through some of the other things before that. So
1: other thing you can do is surrender or non-participation. Uh, there's a typo here. So,
0: it's basically no participation, or do not participate basically, it, it meant do not participate. So if you can surrender to the situation no matter how much you try to do things, um, and this is an approach more from a perspective of spiritual or religious perspective, many spiritual people will say, many religious people will say you surrender to, to Almighty, you surrender to the one you believe in. If your faith, your trust is strong enough, you will start to see things start to change. And if you really understand how law of attraction works, you would start to see that change as well. Ultimately, we have to vibrate at a certain frequency, whether that frequency we reach by surrendering or understanding or someone making us realize something. The idea is to reach that frequency so that we vibrate at a certain level and we manifest things associated with that frequency
1: from the universe. And surrender is one way of forgetting or not participating.
0: One of the things that uh, we in meditation talk about is when you meditate, You'll get so many thoughts when you're trying to sit quiet, your brain will give you so many things. There are only three things we can do with any thought. We can either participate in a way that we amplify the thought or give positive affinity or or have affinity to thought or we raise opposition to that thought or meaning we, will, we may like some thought, we may not like some thought. Something we will not like, some some of the things we like, and we'll try to do something, try to think more, something that we like, basically. A thought that is giving us happiness, we'll probably tend to think about it longer. Unless you have developed that pleasure from pain, will you tend to think of that painful thought longer but there is a third thing that can be done which is no participation and if you become indifferent which is another way of looking at no participation if you do not participate you acknowledge it is there you let it go it will let it it will it, go similarly your memory also will go if you do not participate if you do not either fuel it by Happy feelings or happiness, or associating some happiness, or associate or fuel it by associating some pain. The moment you stop associating with it, the moment you stop feeling, start feeling, or stop feeling any pain or happiness, that happiness, that memory will no longer trouble you. And you will say, So, isn't that what we are trying to discuss? Uh, That how do we not participate, and that is a practice that we have to develop um, of of not responding to everything. we react we live in a world which is um, which is so reactive, we react impulsively without even thinking at times. We have to check that habit of ours, and many times as a drawback of that, habit is that you react to things that you should, shouldn't should have reacted to. And that's where slowing down, surrender, not participating will help. If you do not have this habit of not, not participating, I would highly recommend that you practice this habit in meditation. Or if you don't want to meditate, you, you have different idea of meditation, at least just sit somewhere quietly, give yourself some time, spend some time with yourself every day keep a chunk of time for yourself. And then just notice the thoughts you're getting and do not participate. Initially you will participate, your mind will drift, you will trigger some reaction or uh, whatever uh, happiness or sa- sadness in you. But eventually you will feel that you have learned to not participate. And that is what is basically forming a new habit as well. So now as opposed to a physical habit, we are talking about a mental habit. Now you're teaching your mind not to participate in something or participate in something new or act in a different way because mind is more impulsive than we physically are. So if you teach your mind not to be impulsive and not to be reactive instantly, it will take some time and that, that time itself will start to make difference in your life. That time itself will start to make huge difference in how whether you feel pain or you feel happiness or you don't feel anything with the same memory. The moment you start to disassociate yourself from the past, you'll start to feel less and less about it. The closer proximity you have with with that thing, the more impact you have. It's like the sun that we have uh, in the sky. We are so far away. It takes eight minutes for sunlight to reach reach here. So, so the sunset that we say, sunrise that we say, is eight minutes later than sun actually. Uh, the, the the time that sun rises actually. But then, if we are not that far, if we are close, like some of the other planets, there won't be any life because it will be so hot over there. Everyone, every or everything will be melting, right? Uh, similarly, if we go to farther proximity um, we probably
1: will have too much of cold. Fortunately for us, this is not a sun or sunlight we are talking about here.
0: Then we have to look for a ideal proximity to that, like earth-like distance from sun that we find in other, uh, other part of our space. And we don't have that limitation. All the only limitation we have or the only thing we are working for is increasing the space, removing the proximity. That's it. The further you go, the less you'll feel about it. The less you feel about it, the easier for you to forget. So remember this, surrender is one approach you can do and leave everything on the Almighty, the God, or the person or anything that you really trust or have faith in. And let it go. Let go of your pains as well to that power, authority. And final thing I would say in all humbleness
1: and with all sincerity is please consider being spiritual. so spirituality is something that not only makes you forget but makes you being indifferent to painful past as well in fact
0: it can as proven by as as, as i know from people it can actually make you laugh at your painful past so rather than getting pain from something You probably would look at it, laugh it off and it will no longer
1: trifle you or stop you from moving forward or or no longer give you pain. And just understand
0: one thing. If I just look at it from a really high perspective, the bird's eye perspective, just for a moment Think that we are up high in the sky and we are looking at this.
1: Isn't all we talking about is mental? We are talking about mental memories here, right? Memories are in our mind. There might be some
0: manifestation, some trigger outside in physical world, but it is mental.
1: So where do we tackle it or where where can we
0: impact it the most? At the mental level. It is the mindset. Something that gives you pain may not give you pain after some time. It is it is it is the perspective, right? If If you have this understanding, it is all expectation, okay? I'll give you another example. Uh, And people who are or who have raised kids when they were babies, small babies, kids or children, uh, that time if you look at or other people if you have at least not even if not raised, if you had small babies around you, if they like slap you or they pee on you, or they spit on you, I mean drool on you rather, would you mind? Do you slap the baby into what do you do with the baby? You don't. You let it go. But but if your partner comes and slaps you, or does some, some of the things that baby does, how would you react? Differently, much differently. Let me not get into how you would react, but then why you react differently is the question that we need to ask. Is it because you have different expectation from a baby versus someone who's matured, adult,
1: sensible, intelligent, or whatever? Even if it is the same thing, Or you talk about someone um, who's
0: like disabled or someone
1: who has some uh, mental problems. Wouldn't you be open to they doing things or if they do something, wouldn't, wouldn't you take them, take those things nicely? Will You, you will. So is that something which is happening at physical level or mental level?
0: If you look at this example, you can clearly see it is something that is happening at
1: mental level and that is where we are best served to deal with it. We definitely
0: can take advantage of getting into physicality because our minds are tuned to follow where what we do physically, it has to go where your mind, your body goes. Though, though at certain times, mind can go do some some weird things as well. But
1: typically, your mind will follow your body. But we live our lives in a way where our body follows our mind.
0: We become so impulsive. We act based on sudden impulse. Mind was given to serve us, serve our body. And the way we live, our body is serving our mind. The habits that we create, the things we do, the things we don't do, the things we like, the things we don't like. So, I would highly recommend, I would highly, sincerely request if you can become spiritual, it will change your perspective about things. It will empower you with so many ways to deal with pain, so many tools to
1: not, getting, not get troubled by memories.
0: And spirituality, I'm not saying by spiritual, I mean, you denounce everything, you leave everything, forget about all the materialistic thing, forget about all the people or leave people around you. Just a simple thing. Spirituality is a practice to know yourself better. That's it. Just just understand yourself better. Just learn, learn to concentrate. And the way you you understand yourself better is by concentration. You focus on something, you will find out more things about that. Many times I've given examples, like if you even at even if you stay at a plain wall, within few moments or few seconds, or maybe a minute or so, you will see start to see some pattern in the plain wall. If you just look at it, if you glance at it, you will not be able to notice that. But your continued attention to that will make you see far more greater things. Even in a plain wall, forget about the other things. If you go out in nature, you will notice so many different things. Even if you focus on a person, you will start to that understand that person much better. So spirituality is a simple practice of knowing yourself by concentrating. That's it. If you concentrate, learn to concentrate, develop your concentration to understand yourself better how you think, why do you think in a certain way, why you act or react in a certain way, you will start to see the true spirituality and um, start to get benefit of it. I know I'm uh, always talking about spiritual things so I'm gonna take too much time in talking about spirituality but I I think you got got my point, why uh, spirituality is more important. So coming back to, and this is the last point I guess for the slide before I wrap up um, with one saying, but before I go to that saying, I just wanna give you my recommendation as to, if you don't know what kind of person you are or how you think, if you're still trying to find yourself better or in that journey, being forgiveness is something that will really help you, no matter whether you're rational or not rational. It is not going to cause you a problem. Of course, you have to forgive completely. Don't say, I forgive you, but then keep that feeling in you or not forgiving or not still holding the grudge. Forgiveness is something that will definitely help you without Uh, much of a drawback. Do not participate or not participating is something that can help you a lot. You may develop some habits of the side effect of not participating is you may become indifferent to other things as well, some of the other things in life. But I guess that's a small price to pay for not being painful or not visit, revisiting the pain, painful past again and again. So in a way, mentally you will become a little numb. It's kind of uh, a local anesthesia, you can consider that. It will not make you feel that for some time or at least for certain aspect. Being spiritual, definitely yes, that is something that can help you. And the other thing is making new memories, developing those habits, repeated focus on something new. You can't go wrong with that. The only thing, only way you can go wrong with uh, uh, with it is when you find wrong people again. So if you don't wanna find right people right now, if you wanna develop those habits with yourself or people you know, you trust, you still can make a lot of changes in yourself. And uh, one piece of uh, advice to people who typically look for relationship or they are looking for relationship. If you're not happy with yourself, It will be really hard for someone else to be happy with you. If you give happiness, you will receive happiness. If you consider yourself to be inefficient or not sufficient, people will be able to see that, that in you as well. So either people will take advantage of that or not involve itself or themselves. So if they think that you lack something, either they'll take advantage of that lack or not basically come close because they don't want a person with a lack. But if you have this feeling and if you're not looking for someone, you feel happy with yourself, You, you don't mind even if there's no one around you. You will feel that you will see that many people get drawn to you more and more. And even the people around you start to get drawn to you. Even if they were not as much interested in you, they start to get interested. So, now let let me leave you with one thought, which is forgive and meditate to move towards bliss. And if you do so, I can I can assure you you will definitely move towards the place